friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, they finally put on the actual circus itself. Will the animals get loose? Will the tent collapse? Will everything go perfectly fine? Find out this week. So one thing I want to talk about is metagaming, or in the old days, we used to call that cheating. Well, what exactly is metagaming? Because it comes up quite a bit in this week's episode. And metagaming is really very simply you as a player knowing the rules and how to maximize those rules versus the PC or the player characters in the game itself. And people have been doing this since the dawn of time. And this comes up this week because the rules for the circus are very strange. The rules are is that if you match the excitement and the anticipation to exactly the same number, you get a double payout. Which means if you're supposed to get 20 gold, you instead get 40 gold. Now, of course, who wouldn't want to do that? The thing is, it gets weird because, well, what happens if you go higher and the excitement is over the anticipation? Well, you don't get double gold. And that seems strange because if you match the excitement to the anticipation and you're only like, 70% done with the circus, what do you do? Do you just tank the rest of the acts? Do you just not put anything on? Do you just give up? And the answer is, unfortunately, the way they wrote this system, yes, is that you should just don't do the show. The show does not go on. And that is really, in my mind, kind of unacceptable. That is not realistic in terms of a role-playing mechanic. You're not going to have four acts go out and then you say, okay, that's it. The next three acts can go home. Thanks for enjoying the circus. You guys all loved it. I'm not allowing that. So this week, I'm allowing the system to run on its own so we get an idea of how it's supposed to run. Because one thing that happens in these mini-games that Paizo creates for their adventure paths is that they don't always playtest them to the most strenuous levels, let's just say. This was a big issue with the mass combat rules, which was in a past adventure path, and they completely redid the mass combat rules because the rules didn't exactly fit, they didn't exactly work. And another example, believe it or not, almost everyone has done this one, or a lot of people have, is Kingmaker. Kingmaker had way, way more kingdom building rules, but they couldn't fit them all in because of page count. So if you actually went to the paizo.com forums, you can get more things to add to the kingdom building aspect of that adventure. So that's something else is that they don't always have enough room. And I actually spoke to the editors and I know there was more for this circus building than they were able to fit. So one thing they do actually say right in the rules is that you as a GM can add more to this. You can make it do more than what they currently have. So that's something I'm going to be doing. But before I go crazy and I start adding new rules, I kind of want to see how it runs as a vanilla system, just as is. And that's what we're doing this week. I don't go too crazy with distractions and things going wrong. 
trust me, things still go wrong and things still get kind of crazy. But I just want to see the system as is because I want to make sure that the system can change and challenge the PCs over time. And it's fair from both a storytelling point of view as well as a mechanics point of view. So back to my first point about metagaming. Metagaming can be very hard for certain people, especially, you know, when you're playing a game like this, where if you see a monster and you're like, oh, I know what that monster is and I know that silver will kill it or it doesn't like cold iron because I've seen that monster a thousand times. Sure, my character has never seen that monster and if I fail my role of knowledge check, I still know what that monster does. Well, I'm telling you right now, Never ever assume anything, especially when it comes to monsters, because one thing that I like to do is change up the monsters. And that's one of the easiest ways to get around metagaming knowledge that PCs probably shouldn't have. I've seen it many, many times where they see, oh, it's a ghoul. Okay, I'm going to just use this and that attack against them. And then, well, they don't work. And then they start arguing like, hey, wait a second. That's a ghoul. This should do extra damage to them, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, you don't know what this is. And you shouldn't be using outside knowledge. It's that simple. And that's really one of the only ways you can fight metagaming if your players are going to try to, well, I don't know, use it in a game. And metagaming is one of those things you just sort of have to talk to your players about and say, look, if you're going to be using metagame knowledge, I suggest you don't. It might not always work in your case. It might come back and bite you in the ass, and I don't want you yelling at me because you thought it was supposed to work one way and it doesn't work that way. I've seen that happen many, many, many times. And... Sometimes it's completely innocent. Sometimes people just assume things in certain ways and they're actually not even trying to metagame. They just have been playing this so many times and they know the rules so well that when you change the rules, they're going to ask for a clarification. I often think of a story I once read where there was this magic box and this box would tell you the truth almost all the time. You could ask this box any question you wanted. And they would almost always tell you the truth, except when it didn't. And the few times it didn't tell you the truth, it was always going to be a catastrophic disaster for you and anyone who listened to that information. And I love that story because it's so useful in this scenario. It's exactly like that. As the PC, if you use metagame information, a lot of times it's going to work and maybe you do know the information maybe it will help you out and maybe you can use knowledge that you should not have as a player character in the game to help you but every so often when you get it wrong or something has changed that you weren't aware of it can be an absolute disaster for you and the rest of the party so that's something i always tell my pcs is keep that in mind when you're using metagaming and outside knowledge is that it might work more times than not but the few times it doesn't it's going to be a disaster for you and i don't want to hear you complain because you were using metagaming aka cheating also last week i want to mention how i was talking a little bit about the david eddings method 
this is one of those weeks where we sort of go through not only the circus adventure, but then go back to sort of the main overall plot. You learn a little bit about what's going on, what's going to be moving the heroes forward after they have fun in the circus. So this is one of those weeks where it's sort of a fun distraction, as well as a little bit of character development. I actually feel that the circus actually aids to character development. For example, Atreon has never performed live before, so this is going to be their very first time ever doing that. So we'll get to see how that goes. And as well as, well, we have to move the plot forward. We can't all be sitting around just talking about our feelings week after week. So that is going to be coming up at the end of this week's episode. With that, some really quick show notes. Do check out the Patreon if you want to hear everything early. It's just five bucks a month. If you want to actually watch us, ten bucks a month. And if you actually want to play with us, there's more above that. Do check out the Discord channel if you want to play some games. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Get a free t-shirt if you get to level 10. We've been putting up almost every single day a Pathfinder or Starfinder or even private games. And if you want to run games, you can. It's very busy over there. Don't forget, Jason puts up a talking combat column every single week. One for the circus and one for Black Lodge. Those go up every single Monday and every single Thursday. So check those out. Jason also writes reviews for pretty much every single hardcover book Paizo puts out. So check those on the site. Just go to rollforcombat.com and you can see all the Talking Combat columns and all of his reviews. But with that, let's get to this week's episode. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yes. Doing? Okay, here we go. Oh, actually, who's going first? Tell me the lineup. Who's going first so she can announce it? Lauren Sink is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. It's on the circus sheet. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varus, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Atron's going first. Atron's first. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. Oh, I'm not looking at the circus sheet. After the hour, Otteron walks into the back, looking a little wide-eyed, but just nods. It is a very rambunctious crowd. We will have quite the show. You're going to be great. I cannot wait to see you perform. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Thank you. Um, let us... I hope it pays off. I don't have many tricks to add to it yet, but hopefully in time. Wow, this is some sheet. I tell you, if is anyone really nice. from Paizo is listening, which I know they are, uh, you should check out this insane sheet that Vanessa made that calculates every single thing. You shared it, right? I yeah, did I'll, share it. Uh... It is nuts, this sheet. Sweet. Well, it's the I sheet. I have a, a different sheet to share with public. That's right. This is the private sheet. Okay, with that, Lizia, the lights go down. Everyone gets quiet, sort of, because it is a bustling, overflowing crowd. And Elysia leaves her snake with Hap. She takes a deep breath, and then she goes out. She's like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, sizes, and creeds. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. And the crowd goes crazy as they have 
and waiting for this all week. Obviously, everyone has been super excited and cannot wait to see this. And with that, the clowns come out, do a little bit of performance. You have a little like intro act of everyone kind of marching out, and she goes through who everyone is and sort of does like a little a little uh, baby intro, sort of to get the crowd going. After a few minutes of that, everyone goes backstage again, and then she comes out and says, "Tonight we have a wonderful act. It's their very first time performing, but I know they're going to do great." Tonight, we have Atron's Concoctions, where you will be glimpsing into the future or the past, or maybe a, or maybe a world that you don't know through his mystical smoke, his magics and tricks. Welcome, Atron! And then, like, it's all purple and smoke is coming out, and Atron's up. Ooh, boy. Oh boy! All right, I'm gonna make my craft check first because I'm using crafting. So let's see. Watch as Atron builds a boat. Mm. Uh, so minus one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead of plus eleven, I'll have plus ten. That's still really good. That is your first check. DC eighteen. DC eighteen. Ah, oh, come oh, on! Oh no! Six. Well, you all have hero points, so yeah. Yep, hero pointing. Okay. okay. You are so close. Figures. All right, hero point to re-roll. Do better. Hey. Very good. Fourteen Success. for twenty-four. Success. All right. So I have a little description prepared for you. Okay. Go right ahead. Two circus hands gather some wood in the center ring, while two others carry forth a large black cauldron, a curious liquid of incandescent shifting colors sloshing within. The lights are dimmed as Atron walks dramatically forward, their chins slowly inclining as they do so, that they might look down their nose at the assembled. They grin as they raise their hand before their face, snapping as they grin and fire erupts from the wood. It's time for magic to begin, they call out loudly. The wood begins to smoke as Atron throws both hands forward, a few ingredients leaving their sleeves to join the fire as some of the splash liquid causes the wood to hiss. Smoke the color of azure sea, spring violets, and green moss weaves into the crowd. It smells heavily of cardamom and orange. The cauldron bubbles, frosts, and hisses while strange motes rise up into the air, crackling with a pop. Now frog's legs spy the web, eye of lizard, Atron begins, informing of a list of ingredients they add to the cauldron. Each ingredient brings a new snap to the air, new colors to the smoke, and new scents to tantalize the crowd with visions of various shapes appearing of creatures in distant lands. The cauldron begins to bubble over soon, Atron's eyes widen out of some sort of concern and urgency. As the fire builds, they chant, a flash sends twirling bands of smoke, blue, green, and violet fire up into the air, and Atron quickly walks into the back with a flourish of their mantle and cloak as their laughter echoes throughout the tent. Ooh, the crowd is all going, ooh, ah, and it's like a mysterious atmosphere as they have the lights really down low so you can really get all the action. Oh, yeah. But that was the first action. You still got two more to go. What you going to do? Yeah, so it'll be a plus five against a DC 18. 
Mm-hmm. Failure would be an eight or lower. Well, there's or no, no effect if you um, fail. Critical failure would be eight or lower, right? Yes, but it's you. It, the excitement decreases by the value equal to half the trick's level rounded up. So, so that would mean a two. Minus two if you crit fail. Yeah, so crit failure is pretty bad, but we actually need some of our heroes to get at least two successes in order yeah. to actually mm-hmm. win I'm thinking this thing. try again. And don't mm-hmm. forget, you have send in the clowns that you can use once per act. So for you, you can use it anytime during this act. All right, so once I will act, try again. Once per show? Yeah, it's once per act. Once per act. Okay. Yeah, so, and if you fail or critically fail, it just basically makes it a fail trick becomes a success. Woohoo! On the money. Oh, I didn't see it. Doesn't count. It does not count, oh. right? Uh, oh, 18. 18 on the money. So the but swirly... that's a plus 10. Wrong. Yeah. You got to the minus. Oh, minus. yeah, you're right. Oh. You roll the 13. So I fail. But if we have once per act, this is the first act. Throwing clouds, yeah. make it a success. Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh, uh, the clowns come rushing out into the smoke, acting like they are terrified by the visions and choking on some of it and running and screaming and acting <laughs> rather silly at all the strange manifestations and the concoctions that are spewing forth. And they also help the hands gather the cauldron quickly out and then the wood is gathered up and moved. Oh, saved by the clowns once again. So mm-hmm. the failed trick becomes a successful trick. And you get three excitement. What about the last one? It's a pl- it's a plus zero. I think you can make it. <laughs> you nope. can roll an eighteen on die, right? Nah, maybe that's enough. <laughs> that's good. So okay. So with that, you just decide to call it a day, and you 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 leave. Ataran um, in the back, kind of wipes at their brow, um, looking a little disheveled. Shifts their hair back in place, um, and moving sweat from their face. All right. Um. What What do I do now? And looks around like nervous, like they're not sure what to do with all like the anxious energy they have. Darius will offer a glass, a cup of water, and bow. You've done great. Uh, Nothing you. else need be done. That's, um. Good. I will watch the crowd. They are quite loud. Be loud. Hap, Hap is that's what I the, do. Hap is clinging to the professor's side because she is racked with anxiety. Yeah, you'll be fine. So, sure enough, yeah, the crowd is pretty loud. Um, the performance was adequate. Everyone sort of nods and gives you gives a clap. For it was my first time. time. <laughs> right. So they're all they're all very positive, and um, you know, having the clowns come in is acceptable people it happens and also tonight being so much so many people it sort of makes it difficult so it's 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 okay but with that up is darius and alhara with the build-up there the troll and the treasure routine the troll and the treasure so (laughs) sure enough lizia goes back outside and Asks everyone, it's like, how big a round of applause for Ataran and his concoctions? 
But with that, let's get to the next act. You've probably seen them around town. I heard that they're having a lot of fun over at the Mad Mug, butting heads, causing all sorts of havoc, and serving delicious bacon. But you're going to see them in ways you've never imagined before. Tonight, it's Darius the Troll and Ahara the Treasure. All right. Uh... We Darius is made up in his troll getup with a crazy black wig and green skin and face paint and a like a tied-on big pointy nose, like all warty. And um, you know, the first thing he does is takes this small little treasure box and he hides it under, you know, his lair's uh, fake bed. It looks like a big fake, you know, uh, cartoony-looking cave with um, some fake cave structures and stalagmites, stalactites, but also some actual painted wood ones that he will be uh, smashing and he has a big club. And he, you know, does this thing where he walks around and uh, Alhara is skulking around in the background looking to opportunity grab or sneak away to get his the treasure he's just hidden. And he detects her and he starts swinging the club and smashing things and making her jump around. So I'll do that athletics check first. Sounds great. Okay, we will do, wait, the randomness to see who gets the minus one from the hecklers. Okay. I will do a 1d100. Low is Darius, high is Alhara. Well, you just said they were loud, not that they were heckling, Alteron. Oh, they're heckling. Oh, they're heckling. Um, that's, uh, that's low. So that's Darius. That's me. All right. Is it on all of Darius's skill checks? Okay. All right. We'll have a plus nine athletics. So now it's plus eight. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Still got good chances. 11. You rolled a Take the hero point. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah. Don't keep the two. The two is bad. He's, he's, he's getting really distracted by the crowd and the heckling and the what hey, 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 distracted or do they spur me on to even greater flexing and well at, at, at first you were distracted but then you you got your wits about you and focused you're like focus focus and then <laughs> 26 good job fantastic and you get a plus three excitement the crowd is excited mm. All right, it's at this point that uh, Alhara in her sort of adventure persona uh, definitely starts to get more involved with what Darius the Troll is doing. Uh, so Alhara is going to aid you on this next one. Let me go ahead and roll my athletics okay. check to aid as she uh, jumps and dodges and, and tries to stay out of this troll's way. And I rolled, oh no, a total of 12. You rolled a two. I rolled a 2, plus 10 is 12. So bad. Use the hero point. Not on this one. I still have my own checks to do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. fair. So I'll just um, do my second check without help and another minus one, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a plus three. Get those clowns ready. The clowns are dressed like little (laughs) goblins. (laughs) Goblins. The clowns are ready. They know Darius. Or like some other, like some, like maybe even what something like like little little methods. like tasty methods. Yeah, methods. Because yeah. that's a big theme in the Terrifiers. Oh, yeah. been terrorized by methods. Every you have seen every type of method there is. You actually we've have killed every kind of method, method there method is. Sampler play. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh my god! Oh. 
19 it, for 28. Yeah. You know what that is? Critical. Well, you got to subtract. Critical success. Five, oh, right? you didn't no, subtract you the five. five oh, you forgot the. Oh. Hey, delete all that. Let's just take it as a critical. Don't put that in the show. You got us really excited. 19 plus three. You still do very well. You still succeed. So yeah, so this is the part where Alhara is being like attacked by the troll, and he smashes his club down on the ground. But there's a levery like uh, catapulty thing. He smashes mm-hmm. it, but she leaps up and does a twirl and flip behind him, and she kicks him in the butt. And he tumbles forward, and he smashes, swings the club around again. But she ducks under it and then grabs onto the club, and he shakes it, but she's still on it. And he shakes it, and she's still on it. And she punches him in the nose. <clears throat> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so this sort of bleeds over into her portion of their, their double act here. And now that they're really getting into it, and uh, and Darius is really swinging that club around, Alhara decides she needs to get a bit of height on him. Um, so she lures him to one of the one of the lever boards, or the springboards, and he hits it. And she flies into the air uh, up onto a really high platform. Uh, and she starts jumping from high platform to suspended high platform that are way up in the air, uh, just making these incredible jumps as she uses her bow staff to push herself up and, and fly through the air 15, 20 feet. I'm going to make an athletics check. For... Right, wait, are you doing your last action, Darius, or you're done? You're not going to do your third. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, okay. do a third. Okay, so you're. I'm not going to roll now. that good again. So now we're up to trick number three, which is Alhara, and there's no minus for you. So right. So full on athletics, and I not won it. What is with our dice? Natural just... one. Hero point. <laughs> hero point. That's what it's there for. Uh, all of know. us. All of us having the hero point. Just oh, this is embarrassing. Rough. I know. I wanted to keep it for something good, but maybe I'll roll well for once. That doesn't wow. happen. There you go. Even on the hero point, I rolled barely, an eight. Barely, barely make the DC eighteen. Eighteen. Well, it still works. So everyone's excited. So she's she's leaping along, and one of her jumps that should be really easy, her bow staff gets stuck in one of the suspended platforms because they're just made of wood, and it gets stuck right in between two planks, um, and she ends up. Uh, like having to leap without it so she pushes off with it but it doesn't come with her she gets some like burns on her hands uh and as she lands on the other platform she barely catches onto the edge and swings back and forth and the audience is like (gasps) and then she clamors back up you know she like swings herself back up acrobatically onto the onto the top uh but now she's ready for sort of the the big finale part of her act where she's going to need to uh, actually steal this this treasure from this this troll, and so she starts to to jump around on the ground, uh, leading the troll away, jumping this way and that way. And I'm going to go ahead and make another athletics check. But Darius, if you want to assist me, yes, let me try and do that. Cool. Nineteen. Nineteen total. Even if uh, the ni- minus one is in there, that should be an eighteen. So I get assistance of plus one, which is pretty darn cool. Yeah. Woo-hoo! So this is going to be uh, this roll with minus four on top of it, because it is uh, actually I'm sorry with minus three, because it is an agile uh, agile trait trick. So with minus three to this total, I rolled a total of twenty four. Minus three is twenty one. Nice. Boom. Okay, plus another plus three. Are you going to, um, well, here's where it gets interesting. Your total excitement is up to 27, and your total anticipation is 28. You are actually putting on too good a show. 
Well, we're we're twenty five out of twenty eight. Twenty five excitement. Are you sure? No, I'm wait. Sure. You had you had seven. Mm-hmm. And three, 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 three. So. So we have three of our performers each earning six excitement. Yeah. So that's going to be a total of eighteen plus the initial seven, twenty-five. Oh, you're right, twenty-five. I don't know where I got my numbers from. Okay, we are so doing 25. well. Okay, well, anyhow, still twenty-five out of twenty-eight. You're pretty close. We're doing probably better than I anticipated, but that's that's fine. Yeah. We're doing. Does that fine. mean We're I have to much... phone it in? Yeah, half-ass it. I don't I mean, want to. I wrote down a whole list of the way this could go. go. Everyone no. has to go. You have to put on at least one trick. Yeah, yeah. do one trick. See how it goes. Including dead PCs. And we all have a pretty good chance on the first one of critting, which also increases anticipation, so that it ends up chasing it. So it's... it's, it's and you never know what can happen in the meantime. Yeah, the, there could be something that happens during the show. So. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, so with my, my final successful role, um, Alhara is able to leap like directly over, just completely over Darius, landing on the other side and grabbing the treasure. And she starts running around, uh, running away from Darius, trying to just outrun him, which let's be honest for her, isn't too hard. Um, and in the end is able to outrun him, stops, opens the treasure and inside is like a little wooden carved uh, Darius the troll doll. Uh, <laughs> and she starts playing with the little and thinks it's pretty funny. And uh, she's going to run over um, to the uh, the Hofton girl who's in oh, the crowd yeah. and hand it to her. That's Aww. cute. And as you go into the crowd, you see Violet the goat and you see <gasps> Two Punch. And you see all of her mad muggers with her. And they're mm. um, they're enjoying the beer quite a bit, if you know okay. what I mean. Oh, but well, do yeah. they look like they're also enjoying the show? <laughs> they're enjoying everything. They're enjoying oh, both. Well. They got both free tickets. Good. Yeah, they got free tickets. <laughs> I don't suppose to phone it in, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> knock it out of the park. This is the right, big. Well, that's when the tent got lit on fire. Oh, gosh. oh no! <laughs> Five Time minutes for the later. All right, what do you got, Hap? Well, we need to see if there's a random event first. Maybe. Is this when we do that? I don't know when we do that. No, no. Just at Keep the beginning going. of the adventure. Okay. And it Keep was going. the overcrowded tent. Yeah. Well, it's Eliza's turn, right? No. Eliza's our announcer. Announcer. I, I mean, like, it's her turn to oh, speak at the crowd. Okay, okay. Okay, with that, Eliza comes in and says, Do you see that? Oh, who know that Darius could be made up so scary and Alara could jump it around so agilely. What a show, what a show. But next up is the big number. We have Hap, who will be enchanting you with her fire dance and her friend Bardolph the Bear. I introduce you to Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, and the Bard off the bear. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Uh, Doc Severinsen is our band leader. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think I have one question before I get started on this. How many traits am I allowed to have in this act? One. Uh, so if I pick fire, I can't pick injury. I think you right. can always pick injury. Okay. You get injury automatically if you are basing your trick on a uh, saving Fortitude, throw. right? On something yeah. dangerous? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if I don't pick a saving throw, does it is it no longer able to be an injury trick? 
Correct. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, it's gonna, we don't it's get gonna another... look dangerous. <laughs> I think we get another trait next level. At level four, you get two trick traits. That's right, correct. Well, okay, at level cool. four, I'll take fire. Level four, two trick checks. Level eight, two trick traits. God bless you. Are, are we not already doing two trick checks? No, like, like you could choose between things. So let's say oh, for, okay. Ahara, for example. Different checks. Yeah, so like because I'm dodging around this troll swinging, I could say I'm using a reflex save or I'm using you know athletics to jump. And with the reflex save, because I have a save, then that would automatically add the injury trait and it doesn't count against me okay. for my traits. I was going to risk it for the biscuit and just declare the injury trait in case, you know, and just let something bad happen if I rolled real bad because I think you get something for it. But if I can't... You do not. Yeah. What? You don't get anything for it? Mm-mm. You get something. That's why we it's had. Risk you get an thing. injury. <laughs> I mean, I you get a nothing. chance of hurting yourself. Oh, okay. You okay. Get the All difference right. is you're using a saving throw, and mechanically, it can be easy to get your saving throws pretty high. And so, I think that's sort of the trade-off. Is like, oh, uh, okay. For me, that's actually less advantageous. Anyway, I'm ready to begin. Well, you get a minus one no matter what, because. Oh yeah, I need to incorporate that crowd, into my math here. The crowd is going wild. They're all excited after seeing such a great show that the beer is flowing. That they have gotten very boisterous and vocal. So here we go, Hap. With that minus one, I think my math is okay. So alright, here we go. The curtain is pulled back by some of the folks helping us. Bardoff and Hap both appear and walk towards the center ring together. They meet the center ring. They stand about five feet apart from each other. Hap takes a bow. Bardoff, on his four legs, bows his head. Hap adopts a combat stance, a Kung Fu Shaolin style. Bardoff, likewise, starts growling and raises his paw to attack. Suddenly, Bardoff charges in. Hap dances out of the way in her mystical steps. At that, Bardoff rears back to attack again. Hap flips out of the way and summons five fiery sparrows, which dart towards the bear as if they had intent to kill. At this, <gasps> I would like to make my performance check. Oh, no. Is this a dance? Dun, dun, dun. Yes, this is a dance. Dance is my main thing. Dance of death. So what is your plus? They're dance uh, fighting. I would have been at fighting. plus 13, but I'm going to get this minus one. So I think that the way this math works is just add one to whatever comes out in roll 20. Yes. Well, let's see. You got a seven plus 11. And then I get plus one more for the dancing scarf and one more for a virtual. No, that's six. built in. That's, I already put the get dancing scarf in. Oh, but I don't have, it's not on my character sheet, which means that that's, I have a four yeah, charisma and a seven proficiency bonus, which is 11. So the scarf makes it 12 and then virtuosic performer makes it 13. And put it in. Bards, man. Bards. Bards. Yeah, you're right. I didn't put it in. So... Who thought that bards would be any so good it... at perform? I know, right? right? I thought you get a plus. Oh, you get a plus two for making yes. performance type dance. Yes. Oh, my lord. Yes. Broken. So you get 11 plus. I know what I'm about, son. <laughs> plus... so you get a plus three between the scarf and the bard. So you have a plus 14, but then it's a plus. 
13. I think I only get right? a plus two. One from Scarf and one from Virtuosic Performer. I don't have any other pluses. Plus two? I, it's only plus Why one from plus Virtuosic two? Performer. No, I said you. But I thought and, it's plus two if it's a dance. No, it's no? plus one if it's a dance. Oh, okay. I mean, it's plus nothing if it's not a dance. Okay, well, anyhow, you got a plus. Uh, you got a lot. You make it. Ta da! Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot. You made it. So, congratulations. You've now got another plus three excitement, bringing the total up to 28. Well, good news and bad news. The good news is. Well, I'm not you done have yet. Hit... Oh, I know, but overall, okay. you've hit the anticipation. You have surpassed everyone's excitement and anticipation for the show. Now it's just going for broke. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to go for broke. I'm going to knock this out of the park. All right. So these five sparrow darts made out of fire fly past Bardock, looking as if they barely singe his hair. He gets angry. He stands up on his two legs and comes down with a massive paw swipe. Hap does a tumble out of the way, gets behind him, as Bardoff is turning around to attack. Hardoff no longer takes a kung fu stance. She stands, she stands there with her legs shoulder width apart, hand at her sides, eyes burning with fiery determination. The fire grows. It starts to engulf her body. Slowly, a gigantic phoenix appears behind her. Her aura is overpowering with flame. Its wings beat. And then it flies away from Hap. It goes over Bardoff as he, as he rolls on his belly. And then it flies around the ring, going over top of all of the stands so that embers, harmless embers, go into the audience as they watch on in amazement. Finally, the phoenix comes back. And as it is returning to Hap, it shrinks down to the size of a little, another little sparrow which lands on her finger. And she blows it out like a candle. At this, I would like to make my second performance check. Wow. Is that a plus? It's not agile. Seven by my plus math. Seven. Yeah, yeah, plus seven. Okay. I'll... You got clowns and a hero point. Oh, natural oh twenty! Amazing. Oh my goodness. There goes the mic. All right. Plus three excitement. <laughs> plus two anticipation. So, okay. Excitement's up to 31. Anticipation's up to 30. All wow. Right. I want you to describe Dang. the cloud because I'm not done yet. The crowd is just, just breathless. In fact, they've almost gone quiet except for the drunkards. And they're just on the edge of their seats waiting to see how you finish this off and plus the bear is adding to the excitement and between the size difference of you being so tiny and the bear being so big and the light uh, illuminating the dark tent everyone is just on the absolute edge of their seat can't wait to see what's going to happen next okay hap sits down and whispers to bardoff bear hug Aww. And then Bardoff comes over and just gives Hap a big hug and just licks her like crazy. And she gives them the belly rubs. And then they stand up and take a bow. You're not doing a last check? I have said what I'm doing. It's only okay. plus two. I'm sure you'll do fine. 
I mean, a hero point and the clowns. Let's stop literally ahead. There's no downside. There actually is no downside. The problem is though that I spent the last like hour or whatever writing out what my act was going to (laughs) be, and I have ended it in my notes. I don't have anything more to do. (laughs) That could be it. You could just uh, oh, you know what? You know what? It's an animal check. I don't. I'm not allowed to do that, am I? No. No. Tell you what, I'll <laughs> roll the performance, but we're gonna call it an animal check. Is that fine? No. Just I roll it. Are, are you gonna I'm do done. it? Okay. All right. No. All right. I'll tell well, you what, everyone... I'm gonna stab with this weapon, but we're gonna call it a ranged attack roll. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. After that, everyone just uh, stands up and gives you a thunderous applause and starts throwing popcorn and other um confetti type material onto the uh three rings as bardoff uh, rolls on his back and i lay on his belly and give him all the rubs while they're doing this he's my best friend and then we take a bow again and we exit all right wow that was um that was a lot that was a lot now that wasn't fire so you didn't get any extra Right. That oh was, yeah, that was well, fire. That was fire. Yeah. But we don't have a pyrotechnic. We don't, don't have, have a pyrotechnic, pyrotechnic as a right. thing. So it was dance. So it was yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. So next up, since nothing bad is happening, Featherfall Five. Yeah, we have the finale Act Four. So the big Act Four. Let me see who's gonna get the minus first. I will just roll one d four and I'll ignore the uh, four. Okay. It'll be the second act. You can't change it. Okay, so it's going to be the Flamboni sisters that have a minus yeah. one. Yeah, you just. I'm going to say cool. you can't. You you can't change it if you knew. It's the only downside if I do it publicly. So um, I will announce that, and then whoever wants to do the uh, the Featherfall Five. So the Featherfall Five. Don't forget they have the traits Agile and Team, mm-hmm. and they have Acrobatics plus eight or Athletics plus six, mm-hmm. and they. I'll, I'll say what they do since I'm about to announce it. Sure. And with that, Lysia comes out, this time with the snake wrapped around her, Mr. Tickles, and says, How about that, everyone? Can you believe what you saw? Such a tiny girl with such a big bear, but such elegance with death-defying fire. Give another round of applause for Hap. And everyone is still standing and applauding for you, Hap. Because that was so amazing. She is now fully embracing the professor and crying profusely. <laughs> the professor's like, there, there, happy. You, you always had it in you. you. You, you've done a great job. I'm starting to sound like Darius. Anyhow, um, <laughs> Darius runs over, lifts her up. You are the best. The circus should just be about you. <laughs> Thanks, big brother. <laughs> But with that, we introduce our grand finale. And now again, I'm going to have them all come out because it's three acts and there's three rings. But for gaming's sake, we're going to do one, two, and three. So even though it's a three ring circus. So sure. do you want them all to do their first action and then all to do their second no. action? No, no I'm not going to do. I mean, eh, you guys actually, you know what? You can. I'll tell you why. You've it's like already... rounds of combat, right? That's why they so, uh, what's it? The clowns can only come out once. Yeah, you're actually not supposed to do it like that. Oh, okay. The only reason, well, is because it can affect like when you send in the clowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not going to do it just yet. Let me okay. again. Let me do it normal, and then as I get better and feel 
as I get a better feel for the uh, okay. surface, I'll change it. Sure. So we have the Featherfall Five. The Kinbali family balances on tight ropes with bounces, flips, and aerial feats to delight and thrill you all. In the center ring, we have the Flambone sisters. See, feature juggling from these two brave sisters. Can they juggle fire? Will they set themselves on fire? <gasps> Who knows? And then over here, in the far ring, we have the dwarf throwing brothers. See them tumble, shape themselves into living ballasts, and launch themselves through the air with the greatest of ease. They only land on their head the most of the time. And with that, we bring you the grand finale of the Circus of Wayward Wonders. So uh, I'll go ahead and do the Featherfall Five. Um, so this family of five acrobats uh, performs high wire acts. So they start climbing up in their ring as the uh, as the ring was set up during the uh, the big number, and they start to tightrope back and forth. And one of the things they really like to do is they'll sometimes have people um, drop down on the tightrope uh, and then like swing back and forth, which makes the rope sort of swing dangerously. But they're coordinated and practice well enough that they can stay on there just fine, jumping over each other and swinging under each other and switching places. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll acrobatics for balance for them at plus eight. Okay. Uh, they're looking for a 15 because they're only a level one act. Unfortunately, they only rolled a total of 14 with a six on the die. Uh, um, so you do not quite. They have a little bit of wobbling, a little bit of problems during their act so they do not generate any excitement people are uh, not quite paying attention yeah so um they're gonna continue i think they're gonna take their second action um they're gonna continue they are agile so it's only at a plus four which is still pretty good if they're only trying to hit a dc 15 and uh, they continue to uh ramp up their act by dropping down a trapeze uh, and some of the members start to jump up off the trapeze and now the trapeze is swinging back and forth so that way the members that are jumping back and forth from one trapeze to the other are soaring just above uh, the tightrope that some of their other family members are on and occasionally they'll switch places with them uh, jumping off the rope onto the trapeze and, and vice versa. Their second roll is a natural one. Oh, my gosh. They're having... That's a clown situation, just to make it a regular failure. You know what? Um, Trust me for a moment, and let's say it's not. Okay, I trust you. Trust me for a moment, and let's say it's not. Okay, well, critical failure. So with the critical failure... I don't know if I'm going to let you crit into uh, uh, anticipation. I'm uh, warning yes. you now. I'm warning you now. I'm not going to let that happen. You can't go back down into that. The critical excitement. Um, <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Critical excitement <laughs> decreases. So minus one to the excitement. But but now we're at 30 excitement and a 30 anticipation. So as long as we increase anticipation and excitement in equal numbers, we still have a chance. Wait, if we just if we just if we just only Stop fail now. from here and out, we're good. 
Is if, that we only, if we only fail or crit success from here on out, we're good. That's it. All you have to do is fail, critically fail. Well, critically fail actually messes <laughs> you up. Yeah. So a, a crit success will increase because they're level one, will increase the excitement and anticipation by one. Uh, and a regular fail will do nothing. So as long as we get those from now on, we'll, we'll still crit this one. It'll be great. <laughs> We'll save I it. I swear to God, I'm totally rewriting those. So words. meta. So <laughs> meta. You know what? They're the ones who said they have to equal, which I always thought was really silly, but that's fine. I understand why the math is harder, but then in a way it's not, because there's a bunch of shenanigans you can pull in this to, like, adjust how your numbers are going. And we haven't even done some of the, like, heavy-handed shenanigans. Okay, what are you going to do next? All right, so I think next up is the Flamboni Sisters. Oh, uh, you're, not even gonna, you're not even gonna let them go after they fall and kill themselves. You're like, you want like, him, um, you want him to go one more time at plus zero. Nope. Yeah. Wait, we we have a nope. chance for another for another critical failure. Like we don't mind taking it at this point. Yeah, you want you want to have him go a third time at plus zero just for fun. Nah, it's up to you guys. We've been mm. we've been typically doing two checks. Per yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's fine. Been up, sisters. Now they go at a minus one. So yeah. They have deception at plus seven or fortitude save at plus seven. Mm -hmm. They have fire, injury, and team, depending on which, which trick you're doing. So I'll take them again. Fantastic. All right. I'll start with the roll. So deception it is. So is that that's with the minus one? The plus seven is with the minus one? It is not. That's no. the normal bonus. Okay. So they're actually right. going to be plus six overall. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, failure. Ooh, failure. You roll. That's fine. Seven. So the Flamboni sisters, uh, they they come out and they start, you know, juggling a few unlit torches, which are supposed to kind of come up in surprise and appear to be totally aflame as they go to catch them to kind of trick the crowd. Unfortunately, they don't light fully properly and just the normal head of the torches um, lights. So while they're doing a decent juggling act, the real point of the uh, surprise trick kind of just, you know, falls flat. Mm. Go again. Mm, they leave stage. They leave stage. They're like, yeah. No, I don't think I'm gonna. All right, you're you're gonna force <laughs> my hand. I'm gonna do something you're not gonna like. But okay. Well, I, mean, I like how Steve's like, you're doing too well. I'm going to force you to regret it. A second it. <laughs> action would be at such a low penalty. I don't, e and especially after a failure, I don't think they would try. I mean, here's the thing. It's like plus two. They they can try, but they, they're likely to just get a crit failure, honestly. They don't scale yeah, very well sure with our math, is what I it don't, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me in character that they would try again. Well, I'm telling you right now, those dwarf throwers. Oh, yeah. I've been ready. waiting. They have a good They chance. were supposed to go on last time. Mm -hmm. so right. They better get. They're going to you and saying, "We're going yeah. all three times, whether you like it or not." Okay. So you're gonna all make right. sure that they go, and they just get the traits team, acrobatics plus seven or athletics plus ten. That's pretty good. Athletics. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here's what these two knuckleheads do: Thurk and Thusok. They uh, they uh, they do that thing where. They're holding onto the ankles of each other, and then they roll in, right into the into the ring. And oh roll yeah, all around the ring, right? Nice. Mm -hmm. And then um, they jump up, and they you know they don't ever high five. They only headbutt when they do well. Clank, and they're wearing like these big gaudy, um, like caricature of dwarven helmets that also act as like their shoulder pads, so it absorbs their shock, and they don't like get concussions so much. It's like a 
maybe a, only a 40% chance of concussion. But they do that, and then their first, their first um, tumbling act is um, they have these high kind of steps, and they run up them, and what they try and do is midair, uh, try to clank their heads together, and then tumble down, and one catch the other. So they, they, they sort of ram each other, and then boom, boom, and they topple on top of each other. This will be an athletic check of what? Plus 10, you said? Yep. Yep. Plus 10. Yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Oh. 25. 25. That is, is that a crit success? Crit Critical success. Nice. So it looks perfect. There's sparks that come off their helmet. Let's let's go just like tell Eliza, like, that's it. Cut. Everyone's happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, not li- they're not listening. Those dwarves want to go. They're gonna go again now. Now they have um, they have these like fake little cannons. I mean, they make a they make sort of a smoky boom, but there's just little levers that kind of send them into the air. And what they try and do is they also try and to uh, to um, they're trying to grab like this like this. They're going trying to go through a hoop simultaneously. Um, what'll probably happen is they want to they always trying to hit each other in the head. Like that's the goal of all of their tricks is to smash each other in midair. So here we go. And I'll roll, should I, just, should I just roll plus five or roll plus ten again? No, it's, uh, it's plus five. It's plus, okay. five. Uh, plus five. Technically plus now. four, right? No. 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 They're not oh, being Oh, that's heckled. right. Somebody else had the minus one. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, killing gosh. it. One point away from the crit. Oh, my God. So, so we're going to be one over the crit, right? One E4. Yeah. You get one excitement, zero anticipation. Because Steven so doesn't like us playing the metagame. No, All right. I- do it. If that means I do it too. <laughs> you won't like when I do it. Mm-hmm. And now I like how like, you forced us to not get what we were trying to. It's it's an odd system to only be able to crit on the exact number. It that is means odd. you have to be working out of characterly to try and get that. Correct. You, that's how it goes. Really L- let's be real here. The players earned it, but for the sake of a good show, the GM's like, let's keep going. That's what's happening. So the, these two dwarves are psyched beyond belief. Everyone's cheering no one's heckling them i mean if they do they don't care they love it any press is is good press they don't care and um now they um they're gonna go uh really high up they're gonna do this big this big dive into like a big sort of they want to spiral down and like hold hold their hands and tumble around we're having a big sort of like uh, are we not we don't get a choice here didn't (laughs) they're doing it again the hand yeah, the, Stephen, the hand Stephen insisted that they do. In fact, right. you probably want to you want to critically fail because That's then true. they'll get you right. <laughs> so we'll That's see correct. what happens. You might actually you might actually do exactly what you want to do. So there's no downside to this. Get get the one, get the one, that one. Come on. <laughs> so you you're actually rooting for your own teammates' failures right now. Yes. Hey, this yes. is how the system works, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't hate the player. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hating the players. Trust me. <laughs> they have this little mini Rube Goldberg machine set up like that, and they and they uh, have this armor on that links up. So they just like look, look like little balls with their arms out, and they they roll into position, and they're going to get scooped up and knocked around, and and it's going to try and like launch catapult them through uh, uh, into like a like a basketball hoop sort of thing, and <gasps> hopefully they hit each other on the way over. Here we go. This is whimsical. This is I just a it. flat D20. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. So Ten. that's not Ooh. a critical failure, but I'd like to use my hero point to reroll it. Can't. Can't. 
Maybe well, a heckler? At least... No. So that's just a failure, but at least I guess we can send in the clowns for a success. True, uh, you can. Sure. You can send in the clowns. And the clowns come in and they are making, you know, they, 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 they're sort of dressed like them with fake beards. And they, uh, <laughs> they mix around and do, uh, you know, tumble salts and they smash around and they just get them out of there. Love it. So you finish up the circus. The dwarves are excited that they finally got to go. Everyone had a great time. Everyone comes out for a final bow. Although the tent is rocking and it's been raucous, everyone had a fantastic time. The circus was a huge success. And everyone gets the admiration of the crowd. It is quite a successful evening. How successful shall we see? So you got a final excitement of 33. Mm-hmm. A final anticipation of 31, because you did too well. The uh, prestige can't go up any higher. You're at five, and you're stuck at five. So you will not increase your prestige. So your payout is your prestige plus your final anticipation. So it should be 36, which is still a really lucrative uh, performance. Except for one small factor. Oh, no. You only get 75% of the maximum for your oh, yeah, that performance. So your total payout is 27 gold oh. pieces. Because but, it's the second performance. So as yeah, good every as performance was, gives a less of a benefit, is that right? Correct. Yep. Uh, eventually it goes down to 50, then 25, then zero. So you can only perform. If you're in much larger cities, that might not happen. But this city isn't that big so some of the people were there already and sort of knew what to expect so that's just the way the system works that's the way the cookie crumbles but it's not so bad because the money you get only goes to the circus so it's 27 gold only to the circus you can't use it for yourselves or anything so good job very good job Woo! you've gotten if you critted how much more would it have been i'm just curious go hap um oh it just doubled yeah so. it doubles the whole thing so it'd have been a, a bunch more um oh well, it just been about double 27 so hmm. it's okay it's not it's not a massive amount it would have been a it's notable important amount. yeah but you can't even buy higher upgrades like the higher more expensive upgrades so at this point you're almost just like making money to invest for later at this point so mm-hmm. oh vanessa's Vanessa's upset. She's like, mm, I want to get am. five bonus. I mean, I do because I don't know. I'm a power gamer. It's how we roll. I don't know. You got to think about it like this. Steve is really good at taking something small away, but handing you something bigger later that you weren't expecting. So, you know, just look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ataran is just looking over at Hap like, good job but also secretly terrified that they're getting colder and a destructive phoenix energy is coming out of oh, them no. that's going to burn everything away. But good job. What? <laughs> Elysius says, Oh, good job, everyone. I was all ready to send in the clowns if something went horribly wrong, but we didn't need it for the final act. Oh, thank goodness. Good job, everyone. Good job. And she's like looking at the Featherfall 5 after all that shenanigans. Mm. She, she had the she had this the uh, clowns ready to go. <laughs> I hope you were very good. Thank you, Adoran. That was... That was nerve-wracking, but also exhilarating, you know? 
And we got to watch your performance finally. That was so spooky. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yes, when I can actually weave magic in to affect their minds at the same time, it will be very helpful. Oh, and Bardolph was so good. He's such a good bear. Did you see him? He was so cute and he did his job so perfect. You make excellent co-stars. Oh, it's all him, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I think we all did a fantastic job. I, you know, I, even with everyone who showed up, I still can't help but feel like uh, we could have done even better and had an even bigger payout. Although, maybe it is time to think about moving on soon. Well, I mean, you know, when we figure out what happened with those druids, I, I know mm. Otteron won't sleep well until we know that he's, uh, that they're safe from druids. It's actually more the mayor left for the hermitage, and um, I am concerned for their health. Shouldn't he have been back by now? I, am I sure. don't know. How far is the hermitage from here? Uh, I'll pull out the map. I thought it wasn't on the map. It's not on the map, but you know that the Hermitage is only about 12 miles west of town, a bit north and along the coast. So he should have definitely been back by now. It's been several days. Yeah, well, we should check that out. Does that mean we can find the Hermitage if we want to do? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know where it is. I think that's our next stop then, isn't it? Yeah, I probably, probably should be what we're doing. Well, let's celebrate tonight. We just had another yes. great performance. Oh, oh, what am I doing? Half runs off, just sprints away. She has to okay. go find the Hoftons. Oh, okay. You can find them. That's not a problem. Well, what did you all think? Oh, they're all super excited and little girls like, Oh my God, Hap, that was amazing. Thank you so much for my little Darius doll. Oh, I love him. I'm going to sleep with him every single night and I'm going to act it all out. And she's like, like pretending he's like a little troll and everything. And, and she's just like going around and the, the parents are like, Oh, it was wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. This really helps put our mind at ease after everything that was going on and after being kidnapped by those terrible, terrible creatures. I will say that uh, some of those uh, images I thought were a little too uh, close to home, especially when you were looking like those terrible things that kidnapped us. Uh, I, I was a little I'm so worried. I'm sorry. That, I was a little worried that our little girl might have nightmares after that, but she seems okay. I think, I think, and she looks at her husband. She's like, I think we're going to have the nightmares after seeing that. Mm. Well, I'll look at the little one. Well, I promise that if you get any nightmares, you let me know, and I'll come defeat them for you. She's like, no, that's okay, look! And she's like, calls the little doll, she's like, little Darius, he's gonna defeat anything, right? And she's just like, oh, yeah! Like, pretending she's, like, fighting Hey, with them. make him put his hand up real <laughs> That's quick. right, kid. High fives! Wait! Alright! She likes this little high five with Darius's little hand. Yeah! Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll mess her hair up. I'm so happy that you guys came... Oh gosh, I'm so glad that you all enjoyed the show. Hey, do you do you guys want to go backstage and see everyone? Oh, I don't know. We're we're kind of tired, and there was a lot of excitement. And the yeah, yeah, like, I please, understand. Please, please, she's like, okay, very, very quickly for five, five minutes, ten minutes at most. We we really have to go to sleep. It's 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 late, and we've had quite quite a long couple of days. Okay, come on, you guys, follow me. Hey, everyone, do you you all remember the Hoftons? Oh, hi. They're all, they're all saying hi to everyone. Like, Hello. Oh, hi, hi, everyone. Hi. Atron bows their head at them. 
So how's the mill? Like, oh, it's 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 good. It's good. We managed to get the the mill going again, and we're we're putting in orders. It's 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 really great. I can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us. Well, it was our pleasure. Just trying to help out folks in the towns we visit. You know, put a little more good into the world. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us. And uh, they look around, and you know, everyone's sort of like giving the tour. Um, and you get to see everyone. Axel's there. The professor is introducing to the uh, the sideshow, and you know, it's a. They've done this before. They actually know the routine. When people come, they know exactly <laughs> what to do. When you have special guests, whether it's like you know the the mayor or whoever. So, is it all right if I take the little one to go see Bardoff, my bear? Sure, sure. He he he's 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 domesticated, right? He won't do anything. Oh, he's my oh, best friend. Oh, he hardly friend. ever mauls anybody. What? That's just, that's just part of the <laughs> act. He's as gentle as it comes. All right, come on, little one. I'll try and like raises a finger. Like uh, I'm gonna put your finger back down. <laughs> uh, uh, little one, come with me, and I'm gonna take your hand. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip away, and then we're gonna go up to Bardoff. All right, Bardoff, new friend. Belly rubs. Bardoff rolls over and, and all right, go ahead. You can rub his little belly. He's very friendly. Go ahead. Uh, sure. They they ha- hazardly rub her his belly. Okay, I'm not gonna take any more time with this. I just had to get that little girl. Lots of little girl belly rub big bears. Got it. That's how circuses get shut down. <laughs> okay, so successful circus. Everyone has bacon. Because that's what you do after a successful circus, right? Especially when mm-hmm. you've um, killed f- f- three or four boars a couple of days ago. That's yeah, true. Water, crust of bread, maybe a bit of cheese. Now that the show is back over, I'm going to put my black sleeves back on. Oh, that's right. What? You're not quite as cold as before. I mean, you're a little okay. chilly, but you're like, here, you know, it's nothing major. Yeah, as everyone yeah. goes to celebrate, Otteron will start making a blue hat. Oh, okay, cute. for the snake. Mr. Tickles. Mr. Tickles appreciates that. Cute. So does uh, anything special happen, or is everyone just going to go to sleep, wake up, and who knows what comes next? Well, I want to hear what comes next, so <laughs> don't have anything going on. I want to hear what's next. Okay, well, you know, other people come by. Um... Hey, Steve, I have a question. Yeah. So, like, in the first show that we did, there was all these things, like, interrupting acts, and, like, there were snakes under the stands and drunkards. How come nothing like that happened this time? Because we took care of the druids. Boom. took care of the druids. There was an actual, like, you know, conflict happening. This was the actual circus as it's supposed to go, and I wanted to run it at least once without shenanigans just to see how it goes. So Okay. I can very easily add more shenanigans, but trust me, they won't always go this smoothly. But you can't have things go wrong all the time. You need to have things go right, you know, because you need to have both. You have to balance it out. I agree. I was just curious. I didn't know if that was something that was baked in or not. It's both. It's baked in. I mean, that actually was baked into the adventure because that was the whole first. Literally, the whole first night is what you did so it's a very long night is the first adventure uh the first circus act but then the second and third and fourth ones um it's a little bit more there's things that can go wrong and 
as you level up, more things can go wrong as you get more advanced, shall we say. So right now you're still like a level kind of one or two circus. I mean, everyone else is level one. You're level three. You have a prestige of five. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're a middling circus. So well, I here's another question. Crazy. What happens when we are level 10 and we put an NPC performer to go in? Are they still level one? Mm-hmm. You are going to have to start looking for new performers. I see. So new performers might be higher level. Yes. Or I will put in something that allows them to slowly level up perhaps as well. The NPCs, there's not really a system for that, but I have some ideas how to make it so that they can kind of keep up with you, but like almost like at a follower level, if you want to use yeah. the analogy, mm-hmm. uh, but, a, but a much lower follower, like, you know, how followers are always two levels below. So they are going to always be X number of levels below you. Like they'll never be able to catch up even close. We can have them follow us into combat, but stay way in the back. Mm. Well, no, don't do that. They'll die. That's actually part of, I mean, this is all OCC, but part of the adventure is that you want to look for new people during your adventures to recruit. And that's part mm. of it. You want to actually actively recruit people. We so. should get that clown guy. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why not? Terrifying. Like, He's good. Like you I, like him. Yeah. Everybody. Sweet. We need to have four, an act of four, and it's the uh, the Mephit four. That's pretty good. You answered my next methods. question. That was, should we be actively Those that we asking beat up. NPCs if they, if they want to join us? And it sounds like the answer to that is yes. The answer is as it will be presented to you. Like, as you get more famous, as you get more prestige you if will... they actually seem like they have tricks and not just yeah. you know they have sheep mm-hmm. so if there's someone that say like we like as an npc but stats weren't written for them are you able to like make stats for them like that kind of situation there is a minimum of six plus new acts per adventure path book. oh so you will always be able to continue wow. to find more people I and feel like we've missed some. Really, you haven't. You started with six. You started oh, with, start with okay. six. Yeah. Yeah. And as it goes on, there's a minimum of six. So mm-hmm. uh, you kind of maxed out for now for this part. But as you continue. And the thing is, they get really weird as you keep going. Like I like that. They get really strange. Like I, I don't want to spoil anything, but... It's not your average, oh, this person juggles fire. They're, to be a much higher level, you have to be much more interesting. So they get really cool. You, you'll kind of get an idea. And I will, I will make sure you are, quote, aware when it happens. Unless okay. you become murder hobos. You will probably, as if this was a video game, get the opportunity to recruit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the same way that works like in Assassin's Creed or something where you can recruit people. Same thing. It's like they can have like a white and red barber pole exclamation point over their head to represent the, the tent. Yeah. And the yeah, thing yeah. is, you recruited these four players because these folks are not capable of murder hoboing. Really? I mean, that's why we're here. Right? I don't know. I think Vanessa can murder hobo with the that's best true. of them. That's true. Mm, I don't know. I, I played in a murder hobo group the other day and it was, let's just say distasteful. I guess I'm, I have more questions, but I'll ask them offline unless you want them in the show. Uh, depends on the questions. I can't answer that if I don't okay. know. 
mathematically, are we never going to have someone doing pyrotechnics because it just makes more sense for the higher level PCs to be doing the acts? Well, so yes, no, because here's the thing. If if we had done what we did last time and Otteron had decided to do pyrotechnics instead of perform, we would have had like plus one to or, or whatever it is like, oh, no, double. You'd had double excitement on your performance on, on the Flamboni sisters. Instead, they had their own like, you know, three excitement per success. So it's kind of like you if you have a bunch of fire performances, then having a pyrotechnic can add a bunch of uh, excitement. And if we have a giant amount, then it might be a better choice to have someone, whether it be them or someone else, be a pyrotechnic. So like the problem we had where we were too high, um, we probably would have had even worse if they were a pyrotechnic this time. Okay. Interestingly enough. Yeah. And there's always I mean, the chance that something can happen that will make it so like, oh, Otteron can't go on, but they are allowed to assist, maybe. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, that makes sense yeah. to me. That's a good answer. Yeah, and other thing is, you can't learn new tricks until you hire people with those tricks. That's actually very A new important. trick traits. Yeah. Right, the trick traits. So oh, that's important. There's a whole, there's a whole metagame of that. This is all you know, but if you want to learn a trick trait that doesn't exist, you can't learn it unless you find someone who can teach you it. So, but with that, enough, enough, enough role playing and circusing. Let's get back to brass tack, shall we? Yeah, hey, we got some dudes to hunt down. You can I throw role tacks. play while you do brass tacks. Oh, I forgot to say. So Violet and Violet's master Pruna. Two punch shows up with her uh, thugs, and they're they're having a great time. And it's the same guys that you have molested and beat the crap out of more than once. Molest? A weird let's choice just, of let's words. Let's just go with beat up. I think <laughs> I that's the word we're we just go trounced with. them. We, we gave trounced them, them. Yes. A justice trouser trouncing. Okay. Trouser trouser trounced them. We trounced them on their ass. Yes. I mean, but so, how is music weird? <laughs> Uh, so anyhow you you see them they're really drunk and super friendly they're like hey everyone you guys did a great job yeah they're all they're all super friendly over friendly to you hitting you guys way too hard tapping you they're like your best friends now and she goes over to hap with uh with her goat and she's like oh you did you did an excellent job, Hap. I have to say, I'm not usually into these sort of things, but after you gave us our free tickets, I'm glad we came, especially seeing you, Hap. You have a real talent with animals, and you know I like people with animals, but you and the bear, I, I don't know about the other ones, but if you're ever interested in joining me and my crew, I can always use a number two. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I, gosh, I'd love to, but I can't leave my family. And you know, we're going to be moving on. Oh, I understand, I understand. But if you ever do, because who knows? Many things can happen in this world. And dangerous things can always come out in the circus. But my offer is open. Just keep it in mind. I actually will. That's something I'll keep at the front of my mind. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. And then she like sees all the all our muggers like just 
drunkenly going up to the bear and trying to like play <laughs> with him and Bardoff's just like fending them off and Whoa, like, hey, 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 back off Bardoff, back off Bardoff, back off Bardoff. One <laughs> at just, a time. One at a time, yeah, okay? They're just going too much. And she's like, Come on, boys, let's go. And she just she just leads them out because it's it's too much. It's too much. Okay. Well that was interesting. And lastly, the professor looks at you all and says, That was a great show, everybody. Excellent show. Excellent. I was so proud of everyone. We really came together after last week's crazy, crazy show. And he's like, we had we had a really good take as well. But we have to think about moving on. I'm not exactly sure where, but perhaps we do another one or two shows here just to fine-tune the act, get all the kinks out, maybe upgrade the facilities a bit. But... For now, everyone rest and relax, because we have at least a week to prepare. But good, good show, everyone. Good show. And yes, we like, did. Extremely well. Yes. Bacon and sausages for everybody. Yay. Beer and ale and bacon. It's great. Water. Great. Water and, no, oh, yes. And water. water. But you know what tastes good with water? A little bit of bacon juice in that. That's how mm, you try it. A little bacon water. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Bacon water. It's better than you think. Is this the professor saying this? Yes. Dad, you know you're not supposed to have that much bacon grease. He's like, oh, we had such a good show. You know, uh, my arteries will be fine. And he's like chomping down on the bacon, eating way too much sausage. Dad, I'm going to take a piece. I'm going to take like the sausage out of his hand, even though it has a bite on it. And I'm just going to finish it myself. Like, Dad, just imagine what... Well, what I would be like if something happened to you. You have to be careful what you eat. It, it wasn't the rats or the disease that got him. It was the bacon. <laughs> and the professor looks at you, Hap, says, Oh, yes, yes, Hap, I know. And with that, he takes another link. He says, Hap, do you mind? Could you warm this one up for me, please? <sighs> oh, my gosh. Fine. And I'll take it. And I'll hold it. Like, and then I'll just warm it up. Like, I'm a microwave. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. Oh, there's my little girl. Oh, that fire does come in use, I tell you. You always get the food the perfect temperature for me. Mm-hmm. Adoran shakes their head and will go to their tree. It's uh it's Hap's um side job. She can be saucering saucering and cooking 101. No, I gotta think of a better name. A saucer? Sausage Mancer? Oh sausage Mancer. I like Sausage Dancer. That's also thinking Sausage Dancer Mancer. Yes. I was just thinking Grillmaster, but Sausage Dancer Mancer Grillmaster. Back on topic though, I'm gonna make a skill check real quick. Wait, there was a topic? There's about to be. <laughs> okay. She's a sausage dancer. She dances for money. Ooh, that's a check. terrible check. What did you roll a six? What are you trying to stealth? I I follow Atteron to the lonely tree. And he sees you following them to the tree. Uh, I quickly duck behind a cart. It doesn't work. They see well, you. I still I, I know, but I still try. I quickly duck behind a cart. How okay. can I help you with something? Um uh, no, I'm just checking on the animals. Hmm, do you need assistance? Uh, 
Why do you always go to this tree? I was going to relax and meditate for the day tomorrow. I do not exactly agree with your spellcasting being used to heat food products. Yeah, it's... Wait, what? You relax at the tree? Yes. Can I relax with you? That is fine. I will write in my journal. Okay, I'll sit with you and, you know, we'll relax together. Was there some sort of discussion about sitting with me or something? Not really, I just... So, a lot of times, when we're at the campfire, like at the end of the evening, I have such a good time talking to Darius and O'Hara and to Dad and to some of the other performers, and I just... I just get kind of sad that you're not there, that I can talk to you about about stuff, too. So, you uh. know, I said, you know what, Hap, next time that Otteron, uh wanders off in a gloomy manner, why don't you go go spend your evening with him? And so that's what I'm doing. It I'm is loud, and they are drinking, and I am awkward, and often ruin their fun, especially at times I might be working with Chilagosh on different occult magics, so it might be awkward for them to see. Yeah, but I'm awkward too. Mm, no, you are good with people. Well, that's... Hmm. And you don't think you're good with people? I can present a good front with people, but I do not necessarily understand the cultural mannerisms of your people easily. Maybe so you don't it have can to. be. Everyone loves you. Maybe you don't have to understand them all the time. That is good because I do not. That's fine though. Like you don't have to isolate yourself just because you don't get it. Like I don't understand why Ahara has to like throw logs around, but that doesn't stop me from hanging out with her and loving her and stuff. Mm, a couple nights ago. I had candles floating with violet flame as I chanted and spoke to Chilogosh. That might be disturbing for some of the others, yes? No, th there is no yes here, because that wouldn't disturb anybody. We do all kinds of crazy stuff like this all the time. If you haven't noticed, you're in the circus, baby. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. That's why we're the misfits that make everyone smile. Mm, it will get weirder, as I do not... I, I was... I had a similar conversation with Alhara yesterday, two days ago, three days ago. Um, it's been a busy few days, but um, I was telling her that uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, it, it, it is difficult for me to understand even where my own power comes from, so trying to explain it to others could be difficult if they sure but question. like i have no idea where my power comes from either you don't see me sulking about it next to a, a soggy log i am more comfortable in the woods <sighs> Adaron, why do you say it's gonna get weirder i do not know where all my ability comes from and the power is strange at times it um calling on power that I do not yet fully understand, and somehow I get while corresponding with Chilogosh, who is a conduit for the power, so I expect things to get stranger. Just like the spell I cast before we um, fought the bees again, and I could call on stellar energies to protect myself with Mm, extra vitality. 
It could get even weirder. I mean, none of this is that weird. Like, I've met a lot of wizards and stuff that have animals that they hang out with and talk to and that are a little bit magical, even though it really just looks like a bird. Like, how's it any different than Sheila ghosts? Mm, it is not wizardry, but um, I am simply hoping it does not get malign, but uh, we shall see. Malign? Why would it get malign? Um, that is a bigger conversation, but suffice to say, I am concerned some of the power might come from Zon Kuthon. Uh, this is the second time I've heard you say that. Who is Zon Kuthon? And then Hat just sits down in the grass and grass stains her pretty dress. Um, he is a deity worshipped by the country I come from, Nidal. Um, he represents... Mm, very adult topics, um, but in part, um, survival, uh, which is making him sound better than he is. But, um, pain and harm and life through such and the lesson of it, it is twisted. But he did save the people of Nadal long ago, which is why that bargain exists. Um, well, how did you get mixed up with Zankuthan? Um, I do not worship him, no. But I was born there, and everyone must, in part, um, say they have some fealty to him, although I did not. Well, um, I don't know. It just sounds like you've got a lot of weird questions in the air. Did uh, you know? Yes. Did you know? That you've got people here who care about you and who have your back no matter what happens no matter how weird your floating purple candles get you know we have your back right yes but um there is doubt i'll tell you what i'll make you this deal i get that the campfire is really loud and there's a lot of boisterous people and the dwarven throwers kind of like to splash beer on people quote unquote on accident what if you and me and Darius and Alhara, what if we had our own little campfire? Just kind of like, maybe, maybe at this tree that you like. How would that be? I would be concerned the segregation would create some perception that you are better than the others and they might come to resent you. Oh, well, I don't want that. Hmm. I am different than an outsider already. I do not think the others are surprised that I would separate myself from such social activities. But you and Darius and Alhara are family to the circus, let alone you are far more social people. Hap just gives you a hug. Um, Ataran, like, gently, like, pats you, like, slowly, but is really, like, stiff and uncomfortable. You're... I like you, Atron. You're a good friend. You're a good sort. And I'm glad that you're part of our little family. And then she just runs away before you even get a chance to respond. Atron, like, is dazed and stunned and just kind of, like, stares and looks around. And as Chilagosh kind of, like, bends their head towards Atron, Atron just smirks at the raven and then walks towards the woods. Good job. You're a good egg, Atron. Um, as their conversation's wrapping up, uh, Alhara 
walks over to the tree holding like a big jar of pickles uh, and she's sort of munching on oh I, I know you two are talking want a pickle um uh, no thank you I am not hungry at the moment hey 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 Hap what are you doing here I'm not engaging you right now Vanessa I know what you're doing what uh, uh Hap ran off that way and Ataran just oh. points. Bye, Hap. You're missing out on the pickles. Let me know when you want to go to the next day. If you are done with celebrations and pickles and bacon for tonight. Sure. I Lauren think is so. Good that. <laughs> it's going for your directions. All right. Ataran is terrified of future conversations, but. So party goes long into the night. Everyone. Wakes up with a bit of a hangover the next day. And you once again are greeted by a familiar face. And this time it's actually the priest from the church. Sorry, you said this is next morning. I was looking at my spells. Yep. It's next morning. Priest shows up. Melendren. And he, he, he says, oh, that was such a great circus last night. I came, I saw it. Really, something spectacular. I was very, very impressed. I was extremely impressed of how much money you were able to make from all those fans. I had to take some notes. I had to learn about all these interesting methods for my priesthood. Anyhow, I just wanted to come to you because there's been some rumblings and with the sheriff dead and the mayor missing, I guess, falls onto me, being the next highest community leader, that I would come to you and tell you that there's been rumblings that people are worried that they haven't seen the mayor because he left from the hermitage nearly a week ago and still hasn't come back. Everyone's worried, and with everything that you've been doing for this town... We didn't know who else to turn to. You, you've been so good yes, fighting we, demons. You, we are already going. We are going to go. Oh wow! Yes, that's, we that's were, so nice of you. We were just talking about it last night, actually. That you know, it's been a while since the mayor said he was going to go check on those uh, those druids, and hasn't come back. Or at least that we've heard. Yes, it's, we should we should check in. In fact, if the mayor does return while we are gone, you should be wary of demonic influence. Oh, yeah, we're going to try to set up some kind of watch of some sort. I'm not sure what we can do if we see demons, you know, maybe hide in vaults. But at least everyone's aware, and that's part of the battle right there, is knowing is half the battle, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. G.I. Joe. <laughs> what? Yeah. The other half is violence. Extreme <laughs> violence. Well, we've got both, I think. So, uh, yeah, something else that was a little odd I wanted to tell you is that that every couple of weeks, the Hermitage comes to Aberton in a battered cart to purchase supplies, you know, food and writing materials. But they haven't been seen in over a month. So we're very something worried. Something is amiss. Something is amiss. Darius, 
You are an astute one for being so large. Maybe I, you have a big brain too, as well as a big body. It's it's well known that the brain is just a different type of muscle. And look at all the muscles I have. I hear it's the biggest muscle. Yeah, he hides there it behind go. his thick skull. You have to hide it in a very safe place. Um. Yeah, and then he goes on to explain how you can get there, and that it's you know twelve miles west. He does explain, just like, I do warn you, no one's ever really gone to the Hermitage. They're very secretive. In fact, the only one who's been there on a regular basis is the mayor. But from what I know is that it's right on the cliffs by the water so they can worship their god. You, you, you know, you know, the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, blah, blah, blah. What if the mayor is secretly a druid, too, and he was just trying to escape to his people? Well, that's really disturbing, Hap. Thanks for putting that image in my head. Well, hopefully one way or the other you'll come to the bottom of it and find out. But why? Are druids evil? I mean, sure, that little one, she was kind of crazy, and she brought demons with her and destroyed my church and almost killed you all. But they're not all bad. Druids are not evil, <laughs> but they are representative of nature, and that can be dangerous. Uh, however, I would not expect demons to be something that they would cavort with, no. True, there's not much profit in nature. Well, anyhow, all I say is, uh, uh, do any of you worship Gozra? And she, he looks around, asking if any of you worship him. them, actually. Ataran shrugs their shoulders. Gozer's a nature deity? Storms yeah. and lightning and stuff? Not my thing. I'm a Kyrgyz girl. I don't know a lot about Gozer, but I would kind of like what they're all about if it weren't for all these druids trying to kill us. Mm, I am actually eager to cast uh, a spell that I have learned with Chila Gosh. It should give me some idea of what power gives me my abilities through him. But, um... I do not think it is Gozra, no. Hmm. Well, anyhow, just wondering, because it is a Gozra temple. What about you, Darius? Who do you worship? I worship at the altar of friendship and family. Darius is a heathen. Ah, <laughs> oh, heathens. You know what they say. For every heathen is another person that I can convert. Mm, no, it's, that, you know it's what? fine. I Good respect luck. your choices and I respect your your dedications, but people should believe in themselves more than those that quibble above. Trust me, I've been down this road with him several times, and if there was any deity in all of the cosmos that he would bow down to, it would be Kyrgyz. I mean... The guy's called the strong man, and look at Darius. It's practically the spitting image of Kyrgyz himself. So, if he ain't going for Kyrgyz, he ain't going for nobody. Is that the? I don't way need a god to tell me how to be healthy and how to use my strength. It's not about telling you how. It's just it's like in celebration of it. I celebrate every day. Every day I'm celebrating. I don't need to follow mm, holidays, a church. Mm, no, I do what must be done for the right reasons and that's it is that the way deities work like you have to bow down to them you yes can't just that's like worship buddy or something buddy i don't think that's how that goes i mean maybe worship. if you worship caden kalian <laughs> i think all of them are different 
Um, some of them are, like I told you yesterday, Hap, far different than others. Yeah, in that conversation, that one definitely sounded uh, less ideal. Arthuron nods. Which one? No, mm. no, it's nothing to worry about. Mm, well, what were you two talking about? We're talking about um, Ab 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 Abadar, right? Um, That's his we, name, right? Right? We can Father? talk of Abadar. Yes, yes, Abadar. Why, Miss Hap, would you be interested in finding out more about Abadar? Atron takes out the pamphlet. The House of Gold and Laws? I am interested in finding out more about, like, myself and what it means to be spiritual. But Abadar seems like he really likes money. And I couldn't care less about money or rules or laws or things. Hmm, I see, I see. Perhaps Abadar is not for you, but that's okay. Mm. I just want to put something beautiful in the world and make people smile. That's really all I care about. In this case, Hap, perhaps then Darius Aha and I can keep your portions of things we find or receive. Or better yet, you can donate them to the church. Which Acheron's actually smiling a little, like, I have a joke. Yes? <laughs> oh! Oh! Well, yes, they made a joke. As long as you spend it on something for me. Now, now it's like, oh, I don't think that joke was funny. We you shut your mouth. We need fives, and you have done excellent here. That was some circus last night. And you know, there was a lot of damage to the church. We really could use a little bit of coin to help rebuild the church, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah, but you should have a God. fundraiser. That's an excellent idea. You're going to put on a fundraiser for us? No, no. Thank you are going to put on a so fundraiser for you. Much. A circus fundraiser. We can raise so much money. Rebuild the church. I'm envisioning it now. This is a great idea. Thank you so much for have a lost that idea in my head. A circus fundraiser for the Church of Abadar. Well, thanks so much for visiting, Father, but we really have to get ready for our, our trip to the Hermitage. It's going to take a long time. All right, come on, Darius. Come on, Alhar. I'm going to start pushing them away from them. We got to get ready. <laughs> Let's go. Adoran, you too. Oh, come you on. Sure? Sure? Yep, yep. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Don't forget about the books. Don't forget about those books. I need we won't. Books if you yep, find we'll them. Look We'll look for the books. They're very important, obviously. Atheron nods. Good, good. I'll start. I'll I'll meet here with the professor and figure out the fundraiser while you're gone. Yep, that sounds great. Bye. Thanks for visiting. Bye. Atheron follows behind the other three and just bows their head to the fathers. They head off. Oh, you have to be careful with them uh, Them druid types. Not druid types. You have to be careful with them priest types. Aha! Uh -huh. You know, oh, you got me. You're gonna have to be careful with them priest types. They're gonna they're gonna trick you out of your gold if you're not careful. I tell you, especially one from Abadar's church. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's early in the morning. You feel okay. You know it's twelve miles, so about a day, probably approximately. It's um, a bit rough terrain. Like half a day. We move pretty quick. You do move pretty quick. Actually, none of you are. are Actually, none of you are slow. I forgot none of you have, like, slow movement. So you should, yeah. you should be able to get there pretty quick. However, you do know from what he describes that this place is literally in the middle of nowhere. So whatever you have is what you're going to bring with you. So with that in mind, 
Is there anything more you might want to pick up or sell before you go investigate the Hermitage? So I have two scrolls of heal left. I think that should be fine. The only other mm-hmm. thing I'd say is we should get the very boring extra trail rations, just in case. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely pack up on rations, because we don't know how long we'll be away from civilization. Freshen up the medikits. Should... Yeah, I'd say we should definitely um, stock up on healing scrolls and healing equipment, just because we don't know what else we're going to find. Well, do we want to get four more <laughs> healing scrolls? I like having too many healing scrolls. I also like having too many healing scrolls. What's our yes. party gold situation like? Um, I'm looking my, right now. Because I think my personal gold is, yeah, it's, it's, it's one whole gold piece. I have less than one whole gold piece on myself. Yeah. We is poor. Luckily, druids are known for hoarding money, right? Um, what? We wish. Um, we've got... Well, you took the scarf. So if we sell the jewelry plus the coin purse, that's 25 gold right there. It's four scrolls. So Sounds good to me. Then we just, I don't know, pocket five and party loot. Uh, scrolls are four gold apiece. Ah, that's five scrolls. But I still think we only need four. So we'll pocket, uh, what, like, uh, be, uh, four, nine gold. Pocket nine gold. Yeah, I mean, the way I treated anything that's, quote, jewelry or gems or treasure is just gold i'm like i'll just make it gold so yeah. you had um the savings which was 11 gold and then the treasure which is 14 so you yeah. got 25 gold from the hoftons um don't forget you can sell that dancing scar for 30 gold <laughs> Shush. No? You, you, you rascal you <laughs> you can always buy it back i think there's like a loan shark around here oh that's a good idea yeah, just go to the pawnbroker. You, you'll get it back. Hey, listen, I can dance if I want to. Mm-hmm. Okay. It ain't no friend of mine. I wasn't going to finish it, but I knew someone. All right, so four scrolls of heal. What do you mean I'm not your friend? Hold on now. We've done this for a long I'm time. Singing, I'm just singing a song. It's you okay, can leave well, your friends behind. If it makes you feel any better, if it makes you feel any better, the bracelet of dashing is worth 29 gold. So you can sell that, too. No, thanks. I am quite fond of this bracelet. You've never used its special ability, by the way. I mean, I haven't, but we haven't been in a situation where I like really yeah. needed it. Especially because Alhara is already like stupid fast, so I could use it and then be stupid, stupid fast. Double I'm sure there'll be a time where it's like, help, okay, yes. you see them 200 feet away, and I'm going to be like, great, activate the bracelet and freaking run. And then I was like... Were we buying anything but the four scrolls? Maybe um, whatever do, medical. Tell me about med- medicine kits. Do we have to refresh them or buy a new one every so often, or is it just more like you've already spent it? They're constantly there. It's you have it. It's they're constantly there. They're not like thieves' tools. Okay, that's fine. Okay, um, two for Hap, two for Atron. Sounds good to me. So we both have four. Atron will now have five. Oh, I don't. That sounds good. Well, how come that you get good. more healing scrolls? Because you burn things. That's yeah, that's a hundred percent why. But now I'm jealous. No, you're fine. Be jealous, but burn things. <laughs> write in your okay. write yeah. in your journal how jealous you are. I am burning with jealousy. Debuff and buff. Wait, how many? Did, how many does everyone have? I have four now. Atron has five now. You have five. I had you as two. 
Um, I had two, then Hap gave me one, which brought me to three, and now I get two more, so five. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. I yeah, update. Alhara has, in terms of consumables, two Holy Water, two Lesser Alchemist Fire, and two Minor Healing Potions. Two Holy Water, two... You have two Lesser Alchemist Fire? I thought you had mm-hmm. one. Two. Did you make those, or... No. Or you find them. them. Sounds like you're forgetting a lot of We bought stuff. the Alchemist Fire on April 26th. Yeah, we bought... Oh, we bought them for the, um, for the wasps, but then didn't use it all. We also yeah. found that ring of wizardry that I've been wearing the whole time. That was on April 26th also. Otteron is going to suggest buying some lesser antidotes to fight against poison. Oh yeah, those tricks oh, yeah. he did. That's a good idea. Because Otteron knows druids. Well, we have nine left. How much are we spending? Oh! I don't know. Yeah, we used all of our antidotes, so we would definitely need more. They're yeah, all definitely do that. Yeah, you yeah. Used and they're what, three or four each? Mm-hmm. They're three each. Atron didn't use their antidote, but okay. Okay. So then I mean, we, we could buy, buy three. three. You did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You used the one that you found. Mm. You did. All four of you used them. Well, we can still buy three. We can still buy three regardless. That's fine. We'll get three. When did I use it? The last fight. Right before the fight. Right before you went after the hornets, you all drank. Your I own. thought we all drank it too. You did. You did. I noted that because I did. There's a reason because yours was different than everyone else's, so I, I marked it off on my sheet. But why did Ataron drink it? Uh, we all drank it. Precautions. We all did. You all did. All four of you drank yours. Okay. I didn't intend to, but that's fine. Yeah, you, you did. All of you did. So the question is, which one of us is going to not hold an antidote? I guess me. What a, who, who has the best fortitude save? Maybe that's the person who shouldn't. <laughs> Doesn't usually matter. No, because the person <laughs> with the best fortitude save is getting poisoned the most all the time. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. Well, uh, Atron think... is famous for staying out of danger. So if they don't that's have one, true. it's probably the best bet. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why I thought I hadn't taken it even. But I I, I said that we all drink it, so I probably yep. just spoke for us and shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Ha. I'm I'm good at that. I'm very good at that. Hap went along and forced him to drink his antidotes when you shouldn't have. Alright, so then Atron will be the one who doesn't hold an antidote. The rest of us hold an antidote, and that is all of our money on consumables. When I die of poison, you'll know why. Hey, I'm the one with, like, just a ton of healing if need be. Poison. That's the problem with my, with my characters. I'm having trouble figuring out, like, I need to do damage, but if I do too much damage, I can't do the healing that is also needed. Yeah, you need to kill. That's why you got the scrolls? All right, so mm-hmm. um, I'll I'll settle that up. But so noted on the sheet. All right, so Ahara, Hap, and Darius get an antidote. Ataron will spend their own money for an antidote. All right, so now Ataron will have an antidote as well. Okay, you all have antidotes. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, 
Until next week, always remember that the producers of Roll for Combat are not responsible for any listeners who begin attending satanic cult meetings after being exposed to role-playing.